With their sponsorship of episode 217 of the Read to Lead podcast, FreshBooks cloud accounting software is making it easy for you to try them out with absolutely no obligation. Get access to 100% of FreshBooks features for 30 days when you visit freshbooks.com slash read to lead and enter read to lead in the how did you hear about us section. If you want to be a positive person, you can't hang around negative people and expect a positive result. If you want to be healthy, you need to have healthy thoughts and hang around healthy people. Hi, and welcome to the Read to Lead podcast. It's the podcast dedicated to your personal and professional growth. I'm your host, Jeff Brown, and I believe that if you desire to achieve true success in business and in life, then intentional and consistent reading is an absolute must. If you want to get anywhere in life, you need to be a lifelong learner. The Read to Lead podcast is not only going to help you narrow this very, very important reading list, but we're going to bring you key insights and valuable ideas from some of today's most successful and inspiring authors. And today, you and I get to sit down with a guy named James Whitaker. He's the author of Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy, How the World's Leading Entrepreneurs thought leaders, and cultural icons achieve success. I plan to ask James to share about how mastering our thoughts can lead to living any life we choose, the idea that the dreams you've been given come with the capacity to achieve them, how participating in mastermind groups can multiply your abilities and your influence, and plenty more. If you enjoy this free content each and every week, one company you may want to say thanks to, say on Twitter, for example, is Fresh Books. I'm sure they would appreciate a tweet from you letting them know that you appreciate their support of the Read to Lead podcast. There are so many things I depend on FreshBooks cloud accounting software for in my business, not the least of which is invoicing, but actually FreshBooks has so many features to help keep you organized and help streamline the business side of being a small business owner or a freelancer. For example, their dashboard is now curated to answer the one burning question that any small business owner has when they log in, and that's, how's my business doing? There's no more guessing of what's owed or overdue or whether you're in the red. In fact, the new notifications center is like my personal assistant telling me what's changed in my business since I last logged in and what I need to deal with right away, like, say, overdue invoices. That lets me focus on what's needed to get done and helps me get back to work faster. FreshBooks has great support with a real live person who usually answers in three rings or less. They've got automated late payment reminders, which I love. I can take pictures of receipts on my phone using FreshBooks mobile app and make claiming expenses a million times easier. And FreshBooks will also handle your time tracking. So when it comes time to create that invoice, you'll know what you did and when you did it. If you haven't yet, I encourage you to give FreshBooks a try. And the great part is it's easy to do. You can check it out free for 30 days, no credit card required. All you do is go to freshbooks.com slash read to lead. That's freshbooks.com slash read to lead. And you put read to lead when they ask you, how did you hear about us exactly? Again, that's freshbooks.com slash read to lead to find out more. James Whitaker has more than 15 years of experience with both corporate and startup companies in not only Australia, but the U.S. And uh, today, in addition to being the co-executive producer of the film Think and Grow Rich, 
the legacy. He is the co-founder, director of several companies in the health and fitness industries. Uh, His mission is to share the success habits of high performers, to give younger generations the tools to take ownership of their financial, physical, and mental health. Now, in addition to the film I mentioned a moment ago, there's also a new book, Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy, How the World's Leading Entrepreneurs, Thought Leaders, and Cultural Icons Achieve Success. And I'm thrilled to have him. James, welcome officially to Read to Lead. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Happy to be here. Well, I want to start by having you imagine, James, someone that you're sitting down with who is not familiar with the classic book that your film and new book is based upon, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. What would you say in, in one or two minutes to bring that person up to speed, if you will, with this classic I guess to provide a bit of context, Think and Grow Rich was originally released by Napoleon Hill in 1937. So that was a really interesting time for the world. It was the tail end of the Great Depression. Before that, it was the First World War. And then after the Great Depression, it was the Second World War. So a lot of people grew up with the scarcity mindset where the only goal was to put food on the table. So what Napoleon Hill tried to do was release his learnings, what he coined the achievement philosophy which was 13 principles, uh, basically a blueprint for success that anyone could apply in their own lives. He found out from his interviews with more than 500 people that success did not discriminate. It came to all those who did what needed to be done. And fast forward today, 80 years later, it sold more than 120 million copies and many of them have been sold in the last 30 years. So it keeps, it it, it has proven the test of time uh, and is a true timeless classic. And it's for a simple reason, results. made more millionaires than any other resource in history. It's uh, very much the godfather of all self-help literature. So all of your favorite self-help authors and personalities, they all were were inspired by Think and Grow Rich and Napoleon Hill originally. So uh, yeah, it's a very, very powerful book and full credit to the Napoleon Hill Foundation for all the work that they have done to keep uh, keep it all relevant. Well, when I I think about it, 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 it's kind of embarrassing to be five years into my journey here on Read to Lead and only now be shining a spotlight on not only your book, but that book as well. (laughs) Well, of all the people in the world, James, how is it that you are the guy to spearhead uh, this film and then this this companion book? And and why, why now? Well, this project, so uh, in the original Think and Grow Rich, while the principles are truly timeless, the people who are mentioned like Henry Ford, Mm. Thomas Edison, Andrew Carnegie, today's generations just don't identify as much with those names, even though they were true uh, leaders of industries back in the day, some of the wealthiest and most successful people who ever lived. So what we have tried to do with this project is include people like Bob Proctor and Rob Deerdeck, Lewis Howes, uh, Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, the NFL Hall of Fame quarterback, Warren Moon, uh, Tim Story. We've got a, a really eclectic mix of people. More than two dozen people are mentioned in the in the book alone and a lot more in the film. And what we've tried to do is just, yeah, use modern day people. Uh, we outline their stories to say, what position were they were in beforehand? When when did they draw a line in the sand? And what action, what simple and consistent action did they take that got them to extraordinary achievement? And full credit to the filmmakers as well who really got the ball rolling on this project. That was director Scott Servine and uh, producers Sean Donovan, Karina Donovan, uh, and Joel Franco, all in full conjunction with the Napoleon Hill Foundation too. 
Yeah, I mean, how do you go about getting getting sign off on something like that? That would just seem like a, an, a, an uphill climb, I would think. A, di- a difficult process. So this is Think and Grow Rich had never been brought to the big screen. So many people now have had their lives changed by Think and Grow Rich, and they just want to see how they they just want to uh, others know how they can be involved and how they can help. As soon as the ball was rolling and a few people were involved, it really started to snowball from there. Mm. Well, James has been uh, kind enough to agree to to be my guinea pig for something that I've actually never done here on the show. I've always wanted to try it, but rather than a series of questions to James, I've, I've picked out a handful of my favorite quotes and passages from the book, and I'm going to share those and ask uh, James to just kind of riff on those or expound on those a little bit. Uh, okay, here's, here's the first one, and, and you've hinted at this a little bit, but controlling your thoughts leads to living any life you choose. So that is the whole idea of Think and Grow Rich, that the life that you choose depends on the thoughts that you enable to enter your brain, your subconscious, and how you convert those into actions. And there's a lot, I could talk for weeks on that one uh, that one <laughs> statement alone, Jeff, but in the interest of time, uh, there's so much to that. So when we say think and grow rich, it's like think and grow poor. It depends what mm. thoughts you're enabling to enter your head. So if you want to if you want to be a positive person, mm. you can't hang around negative people and expect a positive result. If you want to be healthy, you need to have healthy thoughts and hang around healthy people. So some simple ways to if people want some practical tips on doing these things for the easiest way to control your thoughts. Oh, well, there are so many to do this, but it's a lot about getting very, very clear on what you want out of your life, your perfect destination. And once you have that, you can start living each day with intent and you can change your literally your living and your working environments around that, as well as the relationships of where you're allocating your time, just to make sure that your environment and your behaviors and your actions, everything around it, which of course impacts your thoughts, that all snowballs and adds up to be able to take consistent and purposeful action to get to where you want to be. And the opposite of doing that is reacting to the day mm. and living on someone else's agenda. And that's where you get very little by way of real achievement over time. So as far as I'm concerned and everyone else in this book, living with intent and taking simple and mm. consistent action via the thoughts that are directly related to your perfect destination, it's, it's just a great way to live, help the people around you and contribute to the causes you care about. There's a story in the book I'm reminded of as you're talking, James, uh, where a couple of well-meaning parents tell their child that, well, this is this is our lot in life, so you're going to need to adjust your expectations. You're, you're likely not going to have some of the opportunities and breaks that uh, other people are accustomed to. So, you know, here, here's the hand you've been dealt, but you're saying that we don't have to accept that. So much in life depends on how big we allow our, our thoughts to, yeah, how big we think. So mm. if, if people grow up with that limited programming, those limited beliefs, which of course get, uh, you know, stuck into us from a very, very early age, if we don't have any idea of what's possible, then how could we, you know, how could we take the actions to achieve it? If you didn't think it was possible for you to have your own business or your own podcast show or a happy marriage or all, or get a promotion at work or 
have a fit body or whatever whatever that perfect destination, whatever success looks like for you, then you simply won't take the thoughts and the actions to achieve it. So it is really, really important to think much bigger than your circumstances. And if you're finding that difficult, you just need to get more out of your comfort zone, go and meet more and more people, do more research and just get excited about the possibilities that are available for you. Because the the people who really raise the ceiling on on their beliefs of and their ideas of what's possible, they're the ones who then, I guess, uh, draw a line on the sand and, and plant the, f- the flag and defend it at all costs to say, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do with my life. And nothing is going to stand in my way. And along the way, they start to attract people in their life who can help them uh, yeah, bring that to life. Well, speaking of big ideas and and big dreams, there's a passage in the chapter called Desire that says, the big dreams lying deep inside our hearts, and I've paraphrased this a bit, would not have been given to us absent the capacity to achieve them. So are you saying that if I at 59 want to be an MBA star I can do that <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of getting clear on your perfect destination is it makes you uh, put a framework in place to take the first step the second step and the third step mm-hmm. so Jeff, at this stage, I haven't seen you on the on the court, but maybe the NBA dreams are still alive. But uh, as soon as you said that that quote from the from the book, the first person I thought of straight away was Jim Stovall. And for people who don't know Jim's story, at the age of seventeen, he was told that he was going to go totally and permanently blind, and sure enough, he did. And his whole dream was to play for the Dallas Cowboys and and make it in the NFL. And of course, he couldn't do that once he failed his physical and and went blind. But he went on to get clear on a different kind of purpose and he wrote 30 best-selling books and was the Emmy award-winning founder of the narrative television network Mm. and do you know how many books he wrote before he was blind Zero. <laughs> Zero. Not a, not a single one. So people need to just get very, very clear around their purpose and what they want to do in life and then come up with a plan. And if your plan is not right, you just need to surround yourself with people like the mastermind principle, uh, attract those people and bring them into your life to help you bring these dreams to a reality. Well, James, uh, why do you think so many people spend more of their time, say, planning a wedding or their social lives or a party or lying on the couch than they do planning their life and and, and, and incorporating that intentionality. Yeah, I think it's a big flip of the coin. Like there there are two big points to that. The first one uh, being that the limited beliefs and that conditioning, that negative programming over time where they're just not sure of what you know, they're not they're not very clear on what is actually possible for them. They would rather sit there and watch the show roll on in front of them rather than putting a plan in place and waking up at sunrise and doing the training and putting in the work at mastering their craft and getting really good at something. And then I think the other side of that is just the comfort zone. These days we've got, you know, you can sit on your couch and watch Netflix for hours and hours <laughs> and hours and you just typically hang out with people who are like you and then when you socialize with them, you just talk about what you don't talk about is goal setting and where you want to go and what your perfect destination is and how you can help the other person. So I like to get people inspired by stories of people who came from a similar or a worse background or situation that they are in. Mm. And once they get inspired with that, we get clear on a, a success plan template and we write down what their definition of success is, how they can win in all areas of their lives. And then we get to work on taking daily action because another important point is doing 
the work that day one requires, where so many people, they might have the goal of, an example might be if you want to run a marathon, but you wouldn't start day one by getting out there and running a marathon. Mm -hmm. You would do the work that day one requires. And it's just so easy nowadays to sit on the couch and not do that work or fall victim to your limited beliefs. It's when you can make a habit of getting out of your comfort zone and taking daily and consistent action, which I know you're big on with with your show as well. That is what leads to extraordinary achievement over time. You know, I have seen the impact of Napoleon Hill as I look around to the people that I associate with, uh, many of whom, James, are a part of a mastermind group. And I think it was, was Hill who popularized uh, this this idea. I'm, I've been in several over the years, and I'm in one now, actually. It's been going for about two months now with three other gentlemen, fairly new. But every week, depending on who's, who's leading, uh, whoever's doing that reads a passage from Think and Grow Rich. We call it reading from the, the, the scripture, <laughs> jokingly, <laughs> I like that. Uh, as, as we start our meeting. And of, of course, there is a, a chapter on masterminds in, in James' book. And in the decision chapter, I think it is, not actually the mastermind chapter, is the line, mastermind groups multiply your abilities and your influence. I'd love for you to, 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 to expound on that. Definitely. Well, an example that I use during my speeches is that Elon Musk hasn't built a single car or a single rocket that launched SpaceX into uh, into orbit. Steve Jobs never built a single iPhone. They surrounded themselves with people who aligned with their values and can bring their dreams to life because great success never comes solely on the back of one's own efforts. It really is the, the sum is always so much better than the individual part. So being able to surround yourself with people who are not clones of you, you need to surround yourself with people who can add something else and they might have that same drive, that same ambition and the same motivation, but it can be so powerful to have someone who might actually come from a completely different industry or have a completely different perspective entirely to help you come up with a better solution for your business or your product or a way that you can impact the causes that you care about. The uh, the mastermind principle for me has been the biggest because it, it also helps you increase the ideas of what is possible for you and having the opportunity where I grew up in Australia and it's an absolutely beautiful place. It was only when I moved to America and got very much outside my comfort zone where I guess I was forced to to make friends and I got excited about the entrepreneurial scene over there. And then when I moved to LA, one of the first things I did was set up a mastermind group with some influential people over here. There were six of us from very, very different backgrounds and it has had a profound influence on my life. And a mastermind group can take many forms. So these days, just a, about a month ago, uh, each Monday morning at 9 a.m., I have a, a Monday morning motivational call with a friend of mine where we map out our goals for the week, mm. how each other can help. If we've got a blog post, we send that to the other person to get their perspective on it. And it's just so great to have that perspective. And I think that is especially important for people who are making a big life change. They're going through something different and trying to find themselves or if they're an entrepreneur uh, working at home for themselves where it's just difficult sometimes to yeah it's it's just hard to get outside of your own head sometimes i got a piece of advice not too long ago that i i struggle to implement every single day but certainly try to and i'd be curious to get your thoughts on this and that is to start your day writing down at least one thing maybe two things that you're going to do that day 
that force you to step outside your comfort zone? Is that, is that something you try to do on a daily or a weekly basis? Love this. I do this every single day. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I wake up, I write down three things that I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. three things that would make today great, and then write down a, a daily affirmation. Mm-hmm. And that is, it's all from the five-minute journal. So it's two and a half minutes in the morning, and then two and a half minutes at night time. You write down three great things that happened that day. And what you could have done to improve the day, which gives you a chance to calibrate your daily actions with your goals and, you know, why why are you trending in the right direction or why aren't you trending in the right direction? And that's been a very powerful resource for me because it's it's you hear a lot of very successful people talk about the power of journaling. But it can be quite confronting to get into the habit of writing down something on a completely blank page, which mm. for most people probably feels like an artist staring at a blank canvas. <laughs> You're talking about like, what thoughts do I get out of my own head and write down? So the the five-minute journal provides structure. And that is, I, I cannot recommend that enough. I think that is a, a huge resource and a great way to mentally reset at the start of the day. Think about what conversations and what situations you're going to find yourself in that day give you an opportunity to think about what energy you want to bring to those conversations and those situations and what outcome you want from them and then how to calibrate each day so you are increasingly effective it's it's so powerful very very important I actually thought I would I would get to more more of these quotes but I end up having more questions along the way <laughs> so, <laughs> go for it um, I've got uh, one more quote I want to I want to try to squeeze in here and I realize there's some overlap too with some of these Uh, But it's from the persistence chapter. Poverty consciousness will voluntarily seize the mind that is not occupied with wealth consciousness. So uh, is that saying essentially that uh, without this abundance or wealth mindset, you will have a poverty or scarcity mindset by default? It is. Yes, that is human nature. That is what naturally happens. And it's it's an unfortunate state of affairs, but the universe rewards those people who take daily and consistent action and know exactly where they're going. So the way that I interpret this, and I this is what I say is the most important slide when I'm doing speeches around the country, it's that each day, if you do not make the decision to win, you have automatically made the decision to lose. And when we say win the day, we're talking about what do you want from all areas of your life? Think and Grow Rich is not about being rich financially. It's a it's a component of it because it provides freedom and enables you to contribute to the causes that you care about. But it's being rich in love and gratitude. What relationships do you have with your spouse, with your parents, with your children, with your friends? What plan do you have in place for your professional growth? What are you doing to win the day for your mental health, for your physical health? This is what it means to think about getting clear on what you want and winning the day. And if you do not do that, you will naturally gravitate towards saying, why don't I watch TV? I've got nothing else to do. Or Mm. why don't I eat this junk food because I've got nothing else to do or I've got no uh, bigger purpose for eating healthy. And if you extrapolate that around all those important areas of your life for one day, but then think about that in terms of one month or one year or 10 years, then you'll find someone who is in substantial credit card debt, is very unhealthy or has, has got a lot of bad things happening in their life versus someone else who lives a much happier, more fulfilled life, has great relationships and is able to contribute to the causes they care about. But most importantly, they're excited to wake up each day and live with intent and purpose. So it's a very, very important point to have the intent of saying, 
I'm going to win the day and here is what is important to me in my life right now. You've mentioned Henry Ford by name. Reminds me of a Henry Ford quote I shared in a talk I gave Monday night that seemed to hit home. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. You're right. I love that <laughs> quote. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorites from him. Well, I've got a couple of questions I want to ask you, James, not directly related from the book. But before I do that, is there anything else from the book that you want to make sure we walk away with? I think the win the day point was a good one to finish on, Jeff. It really is an important point and to me wraps up the entire philosophy of, of Think and Grow Rich and is a great tie in. So just a reminder for people to get really, really clear on what their definition of success is. I've even got a success plan template for everyone on my on my mailing list. So people can go to my website and send me an email and I will send you a copy of my success plan template if that is of, of any assistance to people in their own lives. Absolutely. Well, how old were you or do you remember how old you were when you first uh, became familiar with and read Think and Grow Rich? I had a, a fairly brief flick through it when I was in my mid-teens, so I didn't sit down there with a, with a notepad and read it too deliberately at that time. And it didn't really, with, with anything in the self-help field, you can only bring to it your experiences to that point. So mm. I was, yeah, I didn't really, I wasn't reading it with a plan. I wasn't reading it with the idea of taking action. Mm. I just wasn't very deliberate with it. But then when I read it again in my early 20s, it, it had a profound impact. And then when I, after meeting all of these people from completely different fields, everyone from from Rob Deerdeck, who's a skateboarder turned business mogul, to Sharon Lecter, who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Bob Proctor, and to see the impact that it had on these people at various stages of their life, that was what really struck a chord with me. And I continue to read it every day now. So Bob Proctor's been reading it every day for, for 58 years, oh. which is quite amazing because he says you can uh, just pick up open the book at any page and you could spend a day just thinking about that and and thinking about that in the context of your own life and what action you can take. Sharon Lecter reads it every few years and uh, Rob Deerdeck, sorry, she reads it every year and Rob Deerdeck reads it every few years as well. So it certainly has stood the test of time for people who read it deliberately and take action along the way. If you don't do that, then it will do nothing for you. I have no children of my own, but I, but I can't help of, to immediately think of my teenage and early 20-something uh, nieces and nephews who uh, I want to gift a copy of your book, Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy, because as you stated earlier, they're going to, to recognize more readily the names and examples you use than maybe the uh, the original version. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to changing their lives in, in a dramatic way with a copy of, of your book. So So thank you for writing it. No problem. Thanks, Jeff. And I've actually had a few people who have reached out to say that they sit down as a family and read the stories in the book and think about what they learn from each of each of those stories. So it really is a I think stories are a great way for for all of us to be inspired. And I've tried to include a, little, a lot of little nuggets along the way for people, uh, some very practical steps that they can take to achieve success in their own lives right now. Mm. Well, besides uh, Think and Grow Rich, it's obviously impacted you tremendously. What other books have had an impact on you over the years? When I was younger, I would say Influence the Psychology of Persuasion mm. by Dr. Robert Caldini. That mm. was a really big one for me on the, the marketing and sales side to understand human nature. Uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie is another really interesting one and actually came out within one year of the original Think and Grow Rich. Ah. 
I don't know what was in the water in, uh, <laughs> at that time, but it was, yeah, quite extraordinary. And uh, most recently, the five-minute journal that I that I mentioned earlier, it's a, it's been a really powerful resource for me. And it's, it's funny that it's a book recommendation, but you're the one who's actually writing it. So I think that's a, that's a really good one. And, and also uh, Defiant by Janine Shepard. Her story is the very first one of of thinking grow rich the legacy she has a, an incredible story after she was hit by a truck yeah. in her early 20s uh, it's it's a very emotional a very powerful story and her book defiant goes through her extraordinary journey in more uh, more detail mm. and i i did not know that story embarrassingly i was not familiar with with her situation that was a fascinating story yeah the late 80s it was a uh, yeah when she had qualified for the winter mm. olympic games as a national ski champion it's just a good reminder that Oftentimes in life, we feel like we've hit rock bottom, whether we've lost a relationship or a job or some type of financial hardship. But very rarely is it the immense physical trauma of being hit by a truck, Mm. spending 10 days in a coma, six months in the spinal ward, losing not only your identity, but your very physical being. Mm. And her message that you are not your body, you are the defiant human spirit. And then she went on to become a pilot and an aerobatics pilot and a speaker around the world. So it's a, it really is a, an incredibly motivating story and one that I think everyone would enjoy. Well, you referred earlier to uh, the talks uh, that you give. I would love uh, for you to suggest uh, some tips to anyone wanting to, to improve that skill, to be more impactful and give more memorable talks. I think in every talk you need to, regardless of whether it's a wedding speech or a corporate speech, you Mm. need to have a really good idea of who it is you're talking to. So who are your audience and then tailor your presentations to them. So there might be some amazing stories where that enables the emotion to come out a lot more and it's something that you can remember easier as well and then offer some practical tips at the end of that. That's something that I do a lot during my public speaking Uh, and a lot of it as well. I I actually caught up with a a guy the other day by the name of Vin Jiang and he's an Aussie guy who is very successful over here as a speaker and he really focused on mastery of your craft. So he did two years of vocal training and two years of Mm. theatre training and it was a really big reminder for me that no matter how good you think you are, you always need to be working on mastery mastery of your craft, that Mm. presentation you deliver, get other people to, as soon as you've got footage of a keynote or you've got a draft keynote done, depending on what stage of your speaking career you're at. And what Vin would do is he would pay comedians and business CEOs to sit down and watch his presentations (laughs) and give him tips on how he could make it funnier and how he could add in more business value. And Mm. But you combine that with the theater training and vocal training that he had, that to me is what mastery of your craft means, but how many people are really taking that time to take their presentations to the next level? These days, an interesting story is not enough. You really, if you want to stand out, you need to focus more on mastery of your craft consistently. I'm a big believer in that for sure. Well, you mentioned that resource at your site that we can we can take advantage of. I'd love for you to take time and share a little bit more about that to your website where we can find out more about you and anything else that you're working on uh, going forward, James, that you want to make sure we know about. My website is jameswitt.com, J-A-M-E-S-W-H-I-T-T.com. 
So I've actually just started a mailing list as well. So if you go to my uh, website, you can download a free bonus chapter from Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. It doesn't actually appear in, in the oh. book at the moment. It will be in uh, in future editions, but I've, I've received a lot of positive feedback on that. And that will also add you on my mailing list, which I'm sending out every two weeks. I've only sent two out now, but I, I really want to make sure it's a lot of value, just a lot of, lot of practical tips for people to make change immediately. Mm in their own lives. And I've just been continuing more on uh, doing a lot of public speaking and and just doing a lot of podcast and radio appearances for Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. I'll actually be in in, uh, in Iowa in two weeks and then in Australia for three weeks and then Europe after that. So mm. it's going to be a busy second half of the year, but uh, super exciting at the same time. Wow. Well, the book again is Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy, How the World's Leading Entrepreneurs, Thought Leaders, and Cultural Icons Achieve success. His name is James Whitaker. James, thank you so much for uh, sitting in with us today. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me, Jeff. To check out those books James recommended or to find out more about James or to connect with him, simply visit the show notes page I've created, especially for this episode. You can find that at this easy to remember URL. It's readtoleadpodcast.com slash 217 for episode 217. I want to thank Greg Layton, who all the way from Australia has chosen to give Read to Lead a five-star rating and review in iTunes, calling it a superb show for any leader. Thank you, Greg. If you'd like to leave a rating and review, simply go to readtoleadpodcast.com slash iTunes. If you gained new insights and ideas from listening to today's episode, I'd love to hear about it. You can write me at jeff at readtoleadpodcast.com. Thank you once more to our sponsor, FreshBooks Cloud Accounting Software, for offsetting the costs associated with producing this show each and every week. You can find out more about them at freshbooks.com slash read to lead. Well, that does it for this week. I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, remember, leaders read and readers lead. 